Hey, my people. So we're back. We're back again. How you doing? I really hope y'all enjoyed this last conversation we've been having. Today, I want to talk about what makes a man commit. How you get him to commit to a relationship with you, ultimately the marriage? Because, you know, we date to make, not date to play, okay? And so if you're trying to date to play, just have a good time. Baby, this ain't for you. Log off right now. Get off. Because this ain't for you. But if your intention is to honor God in marriage, date the biblical way, listen. Because I got something to share with you. Okay, so first, let's talk about my life, okay? Here's my story. I, y'all already know my situation. Because I got out of the, got out of the wood of the Lord, I decided to do my own thing, right? I ended up um, becoming a homeless single mom. Barely made it through that situation, but the grace of God, I made it through, y'all. And my whole hope in this podcast is to help somebody not do the same thing. Because God has a plan for you, a perfect, perfect, beautiful plan for you. You just got to trust him and be still, okay? And so I just share my story so openly because I just wish somebody would have been real enough to tell me what was up. I mean, people always was like, you know what, don't do that, stay here. But nobody ever told me why, you know, like, why do we do these things? And how do you, you know, get around it? How do you say no? And so that's my hope for this whole podcast. So today I'm going to talk about, you know, how to get your man to commit, you know, they're right there. But when I was dating in the dating phase, and granted, y'all dating market is crazy right now. Like, I, be, I pray for y'all every day because I'm like, Jesus, I know for a fact. If I had a date in 2023, let me tell you something. Oh, I don't even know, Lord. I don't even know. And so I pray for y'all all the time because I know it ain't, it ain't easy. But back when I was dating, right, um, it was crazy, y'all. Because in my mind, I thought you become or you, you know, you do whatever you have to do to get the man, right? And so if the man needs you to, you know, I went out here paying bills for no dude. They ain't going to do all that. But I was out here trying to become who I thought he needed me to be. See, I would listen really intently, find out what he likes, what he don't like, and I would go become that. I was never fully myself. And so even with my beautiful daughter's dad, whom I honor, honor her dad, um, our, our, our parenting relationship has gotten a thousand percent better because of prayer, because of the Lord Jesus. Lord, I thank you now, God, that you are even helping some of these mamas who are on this podcast walk through co-parenting relationships. I know how hard that can be because I, I I'm in that even to this day. But our relationship now is so much better and yours will be too. So let me get back to the story. Okay, so when I was dating, I would, you know, I literally just told y'all, I would, be, I would try to become anything that God needed me to be in order to get him to commit, right? And so I was essentially not being myself. I didn't see the value in myself. I didn't like myself fully. Um, I was oftentimes told, and this is you, I need you to hear me. Oftentimes I was told I was too loud, too strong. I was too black. <laughs> and if you didn't know, I'm an African-American woman. I love it. Um, but I was told, Faye, you too ghetto. Faye, you too ratchet. Faye, you too this, too this. I was never enough. I was always too much. And because of that, I was like, well, if I'm going to ever get, to get a man, you know, if somebody ever want to commit to me, I'm going to have to change who I am. And so not even, my, my daughter's dad, he, um, great guy. but. I essentially got in a relationship with him and we were dating and it was so much fun. It was literally like a dream. It was great, y'all. And I was doing everything in my might to be everything he needed me to be. But what I didn't realize was that my daughter's dad had no idea what he wanted. And so while I was so focused on trying to be everything he needed me to be, become what I thought he needed me to be, 
I didn't realize I was becoming confusion. I was becoming what he didn't even know. And so one moment he was dating this woman. He thought he liked her. He was trying to figure it out. And then he looked up one day and was like, dang, I don't know who she is. That's because I essentially became, I don't know what I want. Because her dad didn't know what he wanted. And so you got to be careful when you're dating and you're trying your best to, to become and be everything for this God to show him why you're valuable, why you can be a wife, why you're worthy, why you're the one. Because a lot of times men don't necessarily know what they want. They kind of can, can, you know, see a little bit like, man, let me keep her around. Let me try to let me try to figure out what this is. But a lot of times they don't really know what they want. They're, they're still trying to figure it out. They're still trying to, you know, you know, almost like calculate up the options. They're trying to get the best bang for the book. And that sounds bad, but it's true, to be honest. Let's be real about it. It sounds true. And so because I was so bent on trying to get this man, I threw myself away because I didn't value myself. I didn't know myself. I threw myself to the side and just started to become what I thought he wanted and essentially became his, I don't know what I want. And when I looked up three years later, three years of my life doing this, three years of my life pretending, three years of my life hiding myself, three years of my life not being real about who I was completely. Three years of my life even isolating myself from friends because they all flicked. I, I, I already knew they would know. They wouldn't know when they saw me. That ain't you. So I isolated myself from my friends because of the fear of the judgment that I needed and that would have held me accountable. But anywho, let's keep going. I became somebody I didn't even know. I didn't even recognize. When I finally came up for air out of that relationship, I didn't even recognize it. And I spent three years of my life with this guy. And it was fun when it first began, but it crashed like a, like a, it crashed like y'all, like, like, like a rocket. It literally blew up in my face and it hurt so bad, but the Lord was so faithful and he helped me through it. And I'm just here to warn you that if you're doing that, making a man commit, is not becoming who he needs you to be in the moment. You hear me? That that's not it. A man does not commit for what you as a woman can do for him. Or you, as a woman, can become for him. He commits for who you are to him. Do you understand me? I learned that the hard way. I learned that definitely the hardest way ever in life. And I'm here today to warn you why you best to be all that you are. You show who you are unapologetically. And granted, you will have to compromise. You will have to come to agreements at times. But you never compromise your identity. You never compromise your identity in Christ. I see so many believers, so many biblical women that because they want this man so bad and he's saying stuff like, I don't date virgins or I can't be with a woman who don't have sex. Eventually, because you want him so bad, you'll start having sex with him. You'll start doing stuff that you know is not biblical. You'll start going against your own self because you want to be with him so bad. And then you'll spend years trying to show this man who you are and why you're worthy and why you should be his wife and why you should be the one. And he'll up dump you after three years, five years. Some people wait seven, ten years and marry somebody else in six months. And y'all, I was with my, with my daughter's dad for three years, y'all. Gave him a beautiful baby, everything. Trying my best to be everything, y'all. Trying my best. I was his caregiver. I gave everything. Y'all. I put it all on the line, y'all. I was helping his parents. I was helping his family. I mean, y'all, I was doing wife duties. And wasn't even a wife, wasn't even a fiance, 
So if that's you, chill out. Chill out. When I disciple my girls, I tell them straight up, look, ain't no wifely duties coming out of have no relationship. If you ain't, you ain't married till you marry. And so if he ain't intentionally trying to pursue you for marriage, what are you doing cooking and cleaning and all this right here? And so I challenge you. You need to look at the, the three T's. I, write this down. These are the three T's you need to be very mindful of. Time, talk, touch. Too much time, too much talk, too much touch will lead you to emotional fornication, which ultimately leads you to physical fornication. A soul tie that has to be destroyed. You know how hard that was coming out of that, y'all? It's because I didn't know myself. I didn't value myself. I didn't have no even idea who I was, who God made me to be. I had no idea that if I would have just been patient and waited for the Lord to send my husband and this beautiful man who, y'all, I married my husband. He was a virgin. He had never had a woman to kiss him, a woman to touch him in any inappropriate way. Y'all, I was, God literally gave me his, one of his best gifts. And I did not deserve it. And I realized that moment, I said, God, man, what if I would have waited for you, Lord? What if I would have waited for you? What if I would have sought you first? What if I would have trusted that you had a good plan for me? We think about it all the time. We'd be like, Lord, you're so good. God, I trust you. I trust you, Lord. You are so good. But when, it, when the rubber meets the road, you don't trust him. Be real. Some of y'all don't even pay tithes. Some of y'all don't even trust God with your money. You don't trust God. You just like to talk a good game, but you don't like to walk that walk. I'm challenging you today to walk this walk. So a man's not going to commit to you for what you can do for him, who you can pretend to be for him. He's going to only commit to you for who you are to him. So I need you to, be, to stop being a snack for a man and become his entree, become his soul food, become the woman that's going to pray for him, going to pray with him. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Don't get me wrong. Let's pause right there, okay? You pray for him, not with him when y'all, when y'all dating, okay? Because I don't really, truly, honestly, I don't believe that. I, I believe spiritual connection is very, it's much more, even more, much more intimate than sexual intimacy, to be honest. And so when y'all doing Bible studies and all that right there together, it may seem cute and innocent, but I'm telling you, that's far much more intimate than even physical sex. You just really be honest about it. And so I'm not telling you to go and start doing quiet times with your boyfriend or doing, doing like, you know, spiritual stuff. Y'all can go to church together. Y'all can worship by each other. But just be mindful that doing intentional, like, one-to-one Bible studies, you probably don't want to do that because that's going to lead to other stuff. Just telling you. But when you're looking for, see what, what makes a man commit to you, you need to look at who are you to him? Like, who are you to him? Who does he see you to be? Does he see you as a wife when he met you? You know how many men I've talked to? And I know a lot. Of, I know. I know a lot of dudes, y'all. Because I'm, 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 I don't say I'm popular, but I think I'm pretty popular. I'm just, I'm just kidding, y'all. I know a lot of people though who are married, and they all these, all these men said the same thing. They knew when they saw her, she was a wife. So, are you becoming a wife right now? What you doing? Or are you just trying to look good for the gram? Are you just trying to, you know, you, you just out here trying to, trying to, you, you out here, you out here perpetrate. You out here, you not even who you said you. You don't even know who you are. But you out here looking for a man. No, you need to go try to become a wife. Try, try to become a lady who's about your business and about the father's business. Try to become somebody who's serving people. Serving and loving is who you are. And when this man see you, he's going to not only see you as a beautiful woman that you are, he's going to see your spirit. He's going to see that you can serve, you can love, and you can cook, and you can pray, and you can hold it down in the kingdom, and you can hold down a home. That's who you want him to see. And you don't want him to see that in a pretend way. 
You want to be that. So I need you to challenge yourself. Who are you? The Lord made it so clear in his word, right? I'm going to give you another tip. In order to be, you got to be in order to do. You got to do in order to have. The same with marriage. Be fruitful. Meaning you got to already be the wife. And we're going to talk about that too. What is a biblical wife? What does that look like? I know a lot of us who want to get married and we like, you like say, I'm feeling like, ain't going to never happen, girl. I don't even know. <laughs> but I can't make no promises that you're going to get married. But one thing I can promise you, you're going to be suited for that. You're going to be ready. I'm going to help you get delivered from strongholds, delivered from trauma. Get those stupid, those, those stupid modern habits out of your ear, out of your mindset. Because a lot of times our habits keep us from the one God wants for us. Anywho, let, let's focus back. And so I need you to become that wife. So you got to be the wife in order to do. So you got to be, do, have. You be the wife in order to get your relationship right. And then you'll, you know, do the duties of the wife once you finally get married. And then you will have the family. You'll be able to have those dreams. A lot of us dream of marriage. You dream about having all this beautiful stuff. And it will come, but you can't have without doing. Doing the work to become the wife. You hear me? And so I need you to go, go in your word. Get in prayer. Even if you like, fam, I'm a new believer. I've been out here promiscuous. I've been here doing my thing. I'm telling you right now, the Lord can make you re- can renew you right now. Even if you're not a virgin, even if you out here, you're a single mama, the Lord can renew you right now. How do I know? Because Faye was out here. I got a beautiful husband. He was a virgin, not me. I had a whole child. I had a whole baby out here, y'all. <laughs> and I don't, know, I don't know if y'all hear those birds, but they are singing to me, and I love it. Thank you, birds. But I just want you to understand, a man will not commit to what you can do for him. And while we there, I know some of y'all, I know it's some of y'all women on here too. Some of y'all women think if you buy your man everything, he going to be with you. I'm telling you right now, he going to use you. Yes, there are brothers in the kingdom. And I really have a hard time with these brothers. They give with women and they take advantage of them. They use their money and their resources up. They're with you because it's, 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 it's almost like a come up. You ain't no come up queen. You ain't here to bring nobody up. Yes, you can elevate them in the spirit and you can help them once y'all become one. But as far as you buying everything, paying his rent, paying his phone bill, all this craziness, cut it out right now. What are you doing? What are you doing? A lot of times women, we give and we easily say, oh, it's just a gift. No, it's not. That gift, it comes with your heart attached because you love. When a woman gives a man something, it's because she loves him. You ain't doing it for nothing. You ain't doing it for nothing. And I know some of y'all on here too. I just feel it in my spirit. Some of y'all out here having sex with, with a guy. You know, you don't, you know, every time you have sex, you want to cry. Y'all know how many times I did that? I'm just going to be honest. This is a real moment right here. It was several, it was several times, y'all, sisters. I love y'all, and I'm, I'm just being honest because I just want to help. One, if I help one person, that's all that matters. I remember I compromised my body. I, I, I have committed fornication with my boyfriend, y'all. And right after I did it, I felt horrible. Y'all, I, I would literally be laying on the floor in a ball, crying out to God, just saying, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I'm doing this. I mean, it feels great in a moment, Lord. But right after I finish, I just feel like crap. I feel like crap. I have what we call a sin sick soul because you compromise with the enemy. You compromise. You're like, oh, one day we'll get married. I'm telling you right now, why would a man buy the cow when the milk is free? 
You giving everything. You doing everything. You ain't waiting on nothing. You ain't waiting on nothing. And a lot of y'all like my family virgin. Some of y'all some nasty virgins. I said it. I said it. I said it again. Some of y'all are some filthy virgins. You watch porn. You masturbate. You out of order with this little boyfriend of yours. Stop it. Repent it right now. Repent right now. And get yourself right. You want God's best. You got to become God's best. You got to get up on that cross and die. You got to surrender to the king. And allow him to cleanse you. And make you whole. And deliver you. And set you free. So that when you get married, you can be free indeed. And you ain't got to bring all these bondages and, 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 and all this stuff, all this baggage into your marriage. Get yourself together. And remember, a man doesn't commit for what you do for him. He commits for who you are to him. So who are you becoming? You are a daughter of the king, crowned in his glory. Not because of works, but because of Jesus and what Jesus did for you. So I need for you to remember your identity in Christ. If you don't know it, get in your word. And we're going to continue to mind through this. I love y'all so much. Y'all take care.